welcome to season two, episode nine of the Manic Podcast. My name is Liam, and sitting opposite me is a man who I just watched congratulate himself for throwing an orange from one hand to the other and catching it. It's Tobias. <laughs> it was a good catch. <laughs> it was a good catch. I can't disagree with you, but I also cannot deny the look of glee on your face when you did it. Can you deny the look of glee on your face? No, I'm the one who told you. I was I was ecstatic about how I caught my yeah. own orange and, from one well, hand to another. Being someone who regularly throws stuff at themselves and fails. Well done. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you getting on? I'm all right. I'm a bit well, tired. Got, I've had a very manic weekend. Got an orange today, so you got that going for you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're in a lockdown, so throwing an orange from one hand to the other is an achievement. It is. It is what, an achievement in life. <laughs> I mean, I would say I've done nothing else productive, but actually, you know what? My my TikTok is a blaze right now. Blaze. He's a blaze. Fun. I've been doing a search for a gladiator, not like uh, a real one, just one of my followers making them. When you were in lockdown, that would just be you walking through the streets shouting random gladiator names out and hoping one of them appears. Yeah. Whoa. I'm sure area there's there's a tiny chance it could happen. Only one oblivion, and I wouldn't be calling for him. Oh, I mean, you, you've hit rock bottom if he's the only one you're calling for. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm followed by a, a gladiator on TikTok. Not on TikTok. I'm I'm not obsessed with Twitter. <laughs> it, it was a different T name. Uh, Mark Griffiths, who uh, played Trojan, follows me and has cool. he's liked some of my stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, back when people liked my Twitter. Because <laughs> now I could post anything and no one pays attention. <laughs> took a real depressive turn. Real yeah. quick. <laughs> I, so, so Twitter's not my medium. Not my personal medium. 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 Don't just repeat the word medium at me. <laughs> medium. <laughs> medium, yeah. Now, I know what you're talking about, medium. Now, despite the fact that these lovely listeners have potentially already heard from us, this will be the third time in the new year. This is our first main episode of 2021. Yeah, it is. Ooh, Happy New, new Year! New year. Uh, almost a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Did you make any New Year's resolutions? Um, <laughs> so, well, sort of. I, did, I wasn't any. I wasn't particular because I wouldn't keep it to it. So basically, be a little bit healthier, just like a little bit. See, I was clever. I thought I'm going to make New Year's resolutions that if I can't do them, I can then blame them on someone else. So my New Year's resolution was try to go outside more. Thanks, Boris. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're from the UK. That makes sense if you know the UK or anything to do with the UK. <laughs> yeah. Mind um, you, I think other countries know what's going on here. Yeah, we're, 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 we're pretty known at the moment. <laughs> we stupid. We, we, we stupid. stupid. But also, talking of stupid... The day this uh, podcast comes out, America swaps over from an Oompa Loompa <laughs> to, to, to a man who was injured by his dog before swearing in. Who I have watched fall asleep during an on-screen interview. <laughs> I am looking forward to the four years of this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm predicting now. This is not a political podcast. We're not going to dwell on this. But, right, so we've got Joe Biden, or you guys have got Joe Biden, for four years. But I guarantee now he will not see it all through and it'll end up, Harris Harris will <gasps> end up. For, you calling for something depressing and a little bit death-wise? No, I'm not. No, no. Oh, you, I, I think, think 
I think they'll hand over within oh, right. the four years because he'll forget <laughs> where he's going. I thought you were starting off our, our main episode. No. I was saying, your I'm new not president going death. to die. <laughs> no, I'm not going to predict death. But I just think... What? There's money in that. Do that. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you can be like that no. Optimus. Octopus. Not Optimus. Octopus Prime. Octopus Prime. <laughs> if you're a geek and I'm an octopus, Octopus Prime is a brilliant name. Um, <laughs> we can off on a tandem. Or is it tangent? Tangent. tangent. You're not on a tandem. <laughs> it's only you there. <laughs> bicycle made for two. Um so anyway i was gonna say you could be like that octopus that predicted the world cup winners did they do it successfully like four times and then it died <laughs> who's i didn't bring in death you've now twice brought in death. i saw the Joe biden and the octopus what have they done to you <laughs> just hate old people and octopuses yeah i've eaten octopus i haven't eaten an octopus. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, this episode isn't themed, but if it was, it would be themed, losing our minds. <laughs> Happy um, 2020. <laughs> so we'll have our normal segments coming up shortly once we've regained sanity. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know where to go from there, Tobias. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like this is. You want this us, is... Tell you what, do you want us to dive into a segment? Yes, it might put us back on track. Cool. You choose, my friend. Yeah, look at him panic. Let's do the hat. <laughs> okay. For you, it's the hat. And for me, it's the mug with my face on it. <laughs> there you are. It's called... Character Battle. You went really growly and I liked it. It was difficult because I had orange in my mouth. <laughs> you knew you, know you were going to... That orange laugh. I caught so superbly. Yes. It's in my mouth now, and a bit of it kind of came loose. <laughs> I can sense that this podcast is going to feel a little bit crazy. Um, yeah. But oranges are meant to go in your mouth. That's a normal thing, but the way you said it sounded like it wasn't meant to happen. It's just not a thing. So you're like, you well, blinked and like, now there's an orange in my mouth. I wasn't expecting to do an announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something just before a podcast. Be aware it's probably going into it. Yeah. And that goes to my friends and family. Don't tell me secrets you don't want coming out before your podcast. Oh, have we got gossip? <laughs> ah, life's oh. pretty boring. We're in lockdown. Nothing's happening. Yeah. Right. So this right. is that segment where we draw people out of hats. Um, but basically, I felt left out. So I said to Tobias, hey, c- can you send me half of them for the next round so I can draw them out of something? And I was definitely prepared for this. Yes. What's the matter? There was a weird blip blip noise. Oh, not blip blip. Blip blip. And I don't know where the blip blip came from. Uh, so basically, know. Tobias has a nice hat. He's, he's, he's pulling his out. No. <laughs> yeah. I have a nice mug with my own face on it. Yeah. You draw first. This is so, your first drawing. So for the first time ever, I can say that my one. Yeah. Oh, by the way, listeners, if this is the first episode you've ever heard. We... Every episode, we have like a knockout round thing going on where this season, uh, famous fictional villains were putting up against each other to see who would win in a fight. And eventually, by the end of the season, we'll have our victorious evildoer. Yeah. And I mean, Tobias is the one who basically prepares 
initially all these names. And he has to put a little bit more thought into it for this season. Because the problem we found with season one <laughs> was yeah. as soon as you had a wizard or someone with magic, they kind of beat everyone. Yeah. So this not time, magic in this one, but it's hopefully a bit more balanced. But huh. we may not have magic. We do, however, have someone who basically lives forever. My first draw is yeah. Count Dracula. Oh, right. I'm going to do a little shuffle. Lastly, so I've got a hat. Yes. I'm pulling it from a hat. And so. Hmm. Predator. From Predator. Predator. From Predator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, against Dracula. We've basically both pulled people who are both title characters. Yeah, and we decided that was the worst night out ever. And we're never going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> the thing is, considering the, the types of people we've pulled, there's so many jokes that we can't make. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so we've got a hun- hundreds of years old vampire. And we don't know how old predators are, but they're, they're quite noble, but they hunt you down, but they yeah. tend to always lose. That is true. So I think we've had a film where they survive, uh, or have they all survived? I think they all survive generally, don't they? I mean, some. I mean, it depends on the film. They don't like, all survive, but there's always, like, more of them. Yeah. I... Hmm. The thing is, like, in theory, Predator should do quite well generally because Invisible um, can do that the three dots and then shoot you from a distance. <laughs> the three dots, yeah. The laser things. Yeah. You um, can... But Dracula's Dracula and can shapeshift into bats and yeah and actually turn into mist i'm sorry but predator can't do a whole lot about mist (laughs) it can't i mean unless he's a very good shot right at the start before dracula does anything yeah and we the thing is the caveat we've said to this is they're both aware this fight is happening yes they're both prepared for it they're both in the same i imagine so he's not gonna be able to catch fighting screen and they're opposite each other Predator's not going to be able to catch Dracula unawares or sneak up on him. That's kind of Predator's thing. Yeah, he hunts. I mean, he could run away, turn invisible. But what would happen if Count Dracula were to try and sire Predator? Vampire Predator. Which means you get little fangs on his big fangs. He's got mandrill things. He has. I mean, how you did an action that luckily people can't see. It looked like you were putting on a hat. (laughs) (laughs) For all you lovely listeners, I uh, just put on a hat. (laughs) Um, Canon, I'm wearing a hat. (laughs) I mean, Dracula doesn't tend to carry weapons. Predator would have weapons and grenades and stuff. Um, Traditional killing methods don't work on Dracula. Like, just shooting him won't work. It's, it would have to pierce the heart, and Predator would have to know that. Yeah, but then decapitation works, and Predator could all be up for that. It's true. I think if you're a, like an assassin-y, killy person who knows they're going into an arena to kill someone, they're just going to try and go for a kill shot and not risk it. Decapitation is quite a safe bet. Yeah. Also, do these characters know of each other before they enter the ring? Well, that's the thing is, technically, I... I don't think they sh- they would do. It would just be a case of like I, in my mind, it's like a giant big old coliseum thing. 
people sitting and watching, and then it's like, in the left corner, we've got Count Dracula. He's over a thousand years old. He sucks at lots of things, but not killing! (laughs) And then it goes back over to Predator on the right-hand side. They come out, they know nothing about each other, and then they just start fighting. So, no, I don't think they would know anything. Although, at this point, they would, because they've been through the first heats. So they've witnessed it. Oh, pool. not only if they've been let out of their little cagey things. Oh, Maybe oh, we're holding true. them all hostage and they have no option. They're fighting for their lives, much like Thor and Hulk. I was literally saying, in my mind, someone is Hulk and is like living in this lavish uh, like penthouse suite leading into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that would be Dracula. I th- I'm thing is, combat-wise, Predator has got an advantage. Yes. Combat-wise. But the thing is... He doesn't know he has to just go for a heart shot or a or a like a, a beheading. And he that might not be his go to thing. Yeah. In fact, his go to thing we know is a laser. From a distance, he just kinda of goes bang, bang, bang. So from that point he shoots a Dracula who then just like turns into a dog or something. <laughs> Bats or just or for some reason is, is naked by the end of the fight. Why would if they we go, be naked? Because <laughs> if you go by the BBC one, he was naked at random. Like he, whenever he transformed, he'd end up naked. When I he turned back, that. when he turned back human from the dog, he was naked. I can't remember. I could not tell you that. He you followed, you he watched it followed, more recently, yeah, though, didn't you? He actually followed the logic of I turned from a human into something, and then back of oh my clothes didn't come with me. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I don't know. I'm actually really struggling because I say combat is on Predator's side, but actual like logic and planning, I think, and like being a bit more resilient. I I think Dracula has more tricks up his sleeve. Where actually we're saying, yeah, I mean, Predator can combat and can shoot and kind of attack. Has he got like an obvious weakness? He's just essentially flesh and blood under some armor. There isn't anything at all supernatural about him, other than he's an alien. Yeah, yeah he's, from, he's just from another place. Yeah. Uh, he, he bleeds like us. He damages if he falls a distance. He, he could die. You know? So... Okay, well, I mean, I think I'm, I'm happy to sway towards Dracula. I think all in all... Yeah. Um, and also there is that thing of we haven't been so specific over are we looking at a particular version or just dr- the the mythos of Dracula. I think we're going for the general idea of Dracula and it would be like his abilities would be the ones that he has most commonly in the general. And actually, do you remember that depend some versions he was Vlad and the Impaler in some yeah. versions he was a soldier before he was like yeah so he should he has some knowledge and some ability uh no i'm happy to go for dracula yeah i think so uh therefore predator is being screwed up and sent to the bin which means liam you need to keep dracula but he can't go back into the cup he's gone into a different cup that you're going to empty at some point and forget why that cup's there because it's at least two weeks because i have two cups on that sit permanently on top of my computer they're both D &D themed cups i don't use them to drink out of one has pens in it and one now has things in it the other one the one one with pens in it now has dracula in it cool cool i will keep it to one side just in case (laughs) (laughs) wow trust But hey, you know what? Dracula is our first character to make it to the semi-finals. And thus concludes today's character battle. Very nice. Now, Tobias, in the last episode before, well, the last episode of 2020, uh, we basically 
uh, went through some of the films coming out in this year and what we were looking forward to. This is, in a way, a follow-up to that, mm-hmm. what I want to say next. But this is actually something that's caused a bit of controversy, and I know something we're not a fan of. Because this is a list of the films that are due to be coming out and streaming on HBO Max. Um, Now, these are generally all Warner Brothers films. These are all films that are going to be basically dual casting, as it were. Like they're saying initially, if the option is there, they're going to come out in the the cinema as well as HBO Max, but only for a limited time. But then they're going to come off HBO Max and then release back on DVD, according to the official Warner Brothers sites. Um, now, so this is a list. There's a few on there, so I'll just read them all out, and then we can discuss what we think of each of them, yeah, or like yeah. generally. So, Godzilla vs Kong, the Tom and Jerry movie, Reminiscence, which has Hugh Jackman in it, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, In the Heights, the Space Jam sequel, A New Legacy, The Suicide Squad, Dune, Mortal Kombat, and this is one that I think will anger you personally, The Matrix Four. Um, that's all I've got written down here. There are obviously more. I, I didn't write down all the ones I didn't know much about. These are the ones I at least have a bit of knowledge on, generally. Yeah. Now, obviously, we have discussed on cast generally before films that are just solely streaming online. This is a little bit different because if the cinemas are open, they're, they're, they're going to kind of do like a dual thing. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's a little bit unfair that if the cinemas are open and you want to pay for HBO Max, you're still you're getting all these films. Uh, yeah, I mean... I presume, and I don't know this for a fact because I've not got the information in front of me, it would cost the same amount to watch it on HBO Max. I, I assume they're doing it would. much like Disney Plus did when Mulan came out, where they yeah. did like a, I imagine they're doing like a pay per view thing where it's like 12, 16 quid for a, a period of time or per watch or something. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. But obviously, Godzilla vs. Kong was the big one that's kind of come out lately that that's happening to, isn't it? Yeah, I mean... I, that's one that made me go, oh, really? What else is doing it? Because that's the one that really does interest me. But actually, a lot of the films on this list made me go, oh, man, I didn't realise that these were all going to be part of that thing. Yeah, you see, I'd already seen stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but, but I also know that it's also the directors of those films don't like it. There's a no, lot of people who aren't up for it. it. It's, it's, it's just it something that Warner Brothers have decided. Yeah, and that is unfortunate. Um, because it is taking away that potential option to have the big screen experience i understand they're trying to make it more accessible but it's kind of chipping away at the cinema industry at a time where the cinema industry is struggling already yeah um Uh, certain films though and this is my thing i've got a mouthful of pork (laughs) yeah there was a point earlier i don't think it would have been audible where i watched tobias slap a slice of pork into his face and i I did i kind of wish i had some meat to retaliate with i ate all of mine before we recorded Movie. Sexy movie, sexy meat. <laughs> sexy movie. If you're a Patreon follower, you can yeah. subscribe to our to see our exclusive f- film where Tobias slaps meat into his face, and that's not as sexy as it sounds. <laughs> what? Because of my uh, TikTok lives, so many people told me I should do ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe. Maybe that's... it's just you food slapping, like those like slap food against your face. I guarantee you there's a market for it. I'll, I'll try. I guarantee. I'll try. Now, I would say that some films are. I mean, all films are made for cinema release, but some films, as you've said before, need that cinema release. And I would say, out of all of these, I'd say Godzilla does, and I think Matrix Four would definitely those, benefit from big screen. Def- definitely do because but... it's big screen. And actually, the Mortal Kombat film, when it comes out, 
I think will be quite visually impressive. It might, it might be, but I mean, we've been disappointed there before. I don't care about this next one, but it's one that I will probably end up watching because I've got kids. The Tom and Jerry movie. Well, it's I got... don't care about that, but I love no. my superhero. We you both say I mean, the Suicide I've, Squad. Yeah. I've already missed Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. Um, I, you know, there's films that came out last year that I missed. Yeah. I'm at the moment, although I love the cinema, I yeah, it's my favourite place to go to. I don't feel safe going there when it's even open right now. No. Um, so it's kind of like I would rather the films be pushed back. Yeah, I agree. Um, I do understand that these companies need to make money. Yeah, they've put money into a film. They want to make something back. But they would make it eventually. I'm sure they're not going to yeah. go bankrupt and over, you know, anytime it's, soon. It's impatience, isn't it? That's what it is. Um, I think it is a telling point that the directors are annoyed by it. Well, that's the thing is they would have initially signed on to these projects expecting big screen, like impressive visuals, and they'll have put a lot of work into it to make it that kind of quality. Because generally, things that go straight to streaming services aren't always as visually impressive. No, so normally it's almost like the, the, they're, they're kind of going, Well, why do we put all this effort in for something that we could have made a slightly different approach to? Also, why, list. why film with IMAX cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're yeah. just going to go to a streaming service. For those billionaires who have home IMAX systems. Yeah. Do, do you have uh, one of those? Uh, not yet. But okay. I think maybe by the end of 2021. Well, I, I don't know about you, but I know what I'm getting to buy for his 2021 Fantasy Secret Santa. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's um, the only saving grace, basically, is that they are still going to be at the cinema. If cinemas are open. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is the same case. It's like they'll kind of dual cast. And yeah. I like the fact that they'll only be on HBO Max for a limited time. They said 30 days. That's a month. Then yeah. they'll come off and then they'll be do the normal like DVD release. It seems a lot, it, it's, it feels a bit odd. It almost feels like it. once it's on there, just leave it on there. But keep putting the pay-per-view on it until you want to do a general release. Essentially, that's what Disney Plus did do. Because yeah. when I'm pretty sure when Mulan came out, it was yeah. more expensive. Yeah, you had it was like sixteen quid to rent it. But well, now it came out on DVD and now it's just free. Yeah, if you've got it. I have still not watched it and I don't I don't really intend to to be honest. I will do because I kind of want to having seen the animated, I want to see how different it is. My problem is having seen the trailers for it, there's enough different in the trailer for me to go, I there's nothing about this film I'm gonna enjoy. No, because but I, guess... I, I I know it's it's diff- it's basically not the Mulan we, we want. <laughs> yeah, but on the flip side, what I mean, I think both of us have learned really through doing the film club. Yeah, we we've watched things that we wouldn't normally watch, and that's no, that like... is true. That is true. I suppose if we went into this with a different thought, I mean, maybe if it was a different title, my mind would be okay with it because it's like this is Mulan, and I've got an image of Mulan. You know what? I mean. For those of you, because we don't know what our listeners listen to, whether you just listen to our Manic podcast or if you listen to the film club as well. We could make Mulan one of our film club things to watch. It doesn't. I mean, we've both got we both have access to Disney Plus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, I don't like this whole streaming thing at the same time. 
No, I understand the logic behind it, and I guess if you've got HBO Max and you don't mind doing it, it's handy for you. But the problem is, it does take the big screen like event away. And I, yeah. I mean, going to the cinema when there's not a pandemic on is a lovely big experience. We've yes. had some great times going to the cinema together. Yeah. You know, and you make a you whole make a whole day evening of it most of the time. You go out for food. You, it's, it's a thing. It's not it just let's go see a film. No, you know? I mean for me, I've always said, and I've said it many times on this podcast um cinema uh, a cinema theater is my safe space i would say it's kind of like my go-to i feel very at home there yeah um and i look forward to it i i've done things where i've watched three films in one day yeah i love it base my day whole day around it yeah um so the thought that i mean obviously the pandemic hasn't helped and i get that but I yeah. do wonder if these companies would be doing it anyway, because they've talked for ages about things coming if out. If anything, I think time. the pandemic has given them a reason to do it. Like, do you know what I mean? I didn't, they, they've been talking about doing it for a long time. And now they can go, yeah, but the pandemic. Yeah. They can almost use it as a get-in. Mm. So it's like something they were planning on doing anyway. This just gives them almost like a get-out-of-jail-free card to do it. How, I mean, I don't know what titles Disney Plus have done it yet. Have you paid extra to see anything on Disney Plus yet? No. <laughs> because I mean the fact is we share an account with a friend yeah we do we have access to it from someone else thank you very much Emily um, <laughs> yeah. but so obviously we're not in the position that we could just click on it anyway but if even if it was my account I at least with that film I wouldn't have I guess it depends on the film yeah like I suppose imagine they did it with the net imagine this had happened just before Endgame came out yeah I probably would have paid to see Endgame if they, uh, if it was that a case where they were like, we are not doing a cinema release at the same time, you'll have to wait another year and a half, I would have paid for it because I've waited so long. And I know the spoilers. Yeah. I, because of that kind of thing. I think it depends on the film. I don't care about Mulan enough. And to be honest, I'm looking forward to Godzilla, but I probably would wait for I'd wait. I can't think of any on this list I wouldn't, I would, I couldn't wait for. For me. It might be different because I know you've been waiting for Matrix 4. That's your thing. The mate out of all of those, whilst. I mean, I didn't see Godzilla King of the Monsters at cinema. I waited no, I for the... It was, an, it was an accident. It was just timing and I didn't get to see it. Yeah. Um, but if I have the choice, if it's got a big monster in it, I want to see I, it on yeah, a I big mean, I said I watched Godzilla King of Monsters on when it came out on the old Sky Cinemas. Okay. So I, so I saw it for, uh, literally in the setup I've got now, just the living room in a different position. So yeah. I sat in this living room with my t- the telly I've got now and I, when I watch films, if it's just me, I plug in and I put my, my gaming headset on so I get the best sound quality I can. Right, and with yeah. gaming with a gaming headset, a proper one which I have is good quality. Yeah. So that's fine, but it's still the it's still not the same. Yeah. Um, and I actually wish. I mean, I loved that film. I loved all the visuals of it. Mm. I kind of would have liked to have seen that on a huge screen. I always remember because thinking about big films. Yeah. I did go and see. Uh, Jurassic Park because I was 13 when Jurassic Park came out yeah I saw that at the cinema and that's a big moment when you're into dinosaurs and you see a film which for the first time make them look real like they're there that was that was pretty cool but I tell you a film that I always wish I had and I miss it I kind of it was on at the cinema I could have gone but I just kind of lost interest just before it came out so I didn't see Independence Day when I watched it on video, because it was VHS at the time, yeah, I while watching it, I was going, I wish I'd seen this at the cinema. 
Yeah, I've seen some films at home that I've gone, oh, this would have been impressive. And they yeah. are normally sci-fi. They're things that aren't just normal films. Yeah. If it's a film about a dude who lives just like like in the middle of London, it's, it's like nothing yeah. special, I can be like, well, there's nothing in this that is huge. Like, if it's got massive special effects, huge explosions, maybe, superheroes, flying monsters, animals, you know what I mean? Something that warrants being impressive. I am so glad I got to see Endgame at cinema. I didn't. It's the the only, Endgame is the only Avengers film I didn't see in IMAX. And I wish I kind of had, but I got to see it with friends. Do you know what? A film that I actually wish, because... You're, you definitely have a more strong opinion on it than me on the whole yeah. scene in cinema. But I, I can see the merit and I respect it massively. I think one film, apart from Godzilla, because it's not the same, that I watched at home on telly when it came out and went, oh, this would have been awesome to visually, was Gravity. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I was thinking of it because I bought someone else Gravity. Yeah. I bought Viet. And I asked him how he, thinking he'd love it. And he kind of was like, yeah, it's all right. And it was like, yeah, because you need uh, to see the expanse yeah. of space. And again, like I had my headphones on, and that was. I've had two generations of gaming headsets. My first one was like a really expensive, proper, good quality one, like top level brand name. The next one yeah. was kind of the one I got now, slightly down from it. And yeah. I watched Gravity with the top quality ones. Yeah. And the the audio was really good, really good. Um, but it just wasn't the same as being in a cinema and feeling the room shake. Yeah. There is that you get the rumble, you yeah, know, and it's kind the of low rumble, yeah. Yeah, it, it is a different experience. That oh, d- massively. If people, I mean, yeah, you could argue I go to cinema too much, you know, because it's not now such such a treat, but it's my favourite place to be. Yeah. For some people, they don't get to go that often, but it's a big deal when they do. Yeah, for me, I, I'm I'm closer to that, but that's only because I've got kids, so I don't have the accessibility. That's the thing. I think it's going to cause a... Uh, it's not the right word, but almost a laziness. Because yeah, you don't have to go. Why bother? Yeah. Um, and the only thing for me, for someone like me who really loves film... Yeah. Um, but as I said, the, the list of films just, that I just read out, there's only a couple in there that I'm like, I must see this film. But I can honestly say that I won't pay for any of them. Not, I, I mean, I pay rental... I would pay yeah. like a rental when they came out on like Amazon if I was like, if I wanted to rent them. Not that's different, but I wouldn't pay extra on top of a subscription fee to see any of those films. I, you know what, I wouldn't. I would not pay a cinema rate to see something that is not at the cinema. No, I will say I have two, I have two sides to this argument. One is that that the general argument that we're backing up now of I will not do that because it does it undermines the cinema yeah. point of it. But the other thing is. I have a massive issue, and this might just be me being silly, of if I'm paying a subscription fee to something, don't then make me pay extra. Yeah. I almost feel like I'm paying you money monthly, especially if you've been doing it for years. Yeah. Like you, look, you look at Netflix. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, that would be, if Netflix all of a sudden goes, we're bringing this on, but you're going to have to pay extra, and I'm like, I'm paying £8 a month. I've yeah. ordered, well, no, and I have done I'm for not, years. I'm paying more than that. I'm paying their top, their top subscription. So that you can have different screens. Yeah, I've got their maximum number of screens yeah. because there's there's like there's I mean there's four of us in this house and there's there are chances that at least two to three of us could watch at the same time. Plus, there was a point where there was like nine different people who had my Netflix, yeah. much like our Disney Plus thing, where there's different people using it. My yeah. Netflix was 
it was me, my it was me, my partner, my partner's sister, my sister, my mum has it, a couple of Amanda's friends had it, and a couple of people I knew had it. And yeah. and it was but it was a case of like one month they drop us the money for it. So it was like we kind of took turns paying for it. Yeah. But now it's just us and then one or two people. But yeah, if if I was so I think mine's like eleven ninety nine a month. Yeah, see, it to, used to be really, really cheap, but they do obviously keep putting out. To then go, oh, you want to see the next series of Riverdale? That'll yeah. be 20 quid, please. Yeah. I'd go, <laughs> I won't see the next series, thank you. Mind you, I suppose the difference is... I don't, I don't think Netflix would dare do that. No, Netflix wouldn't because they've, got, they've, met, they've set a precedent for what they do. Yeah. Um, do you know what the cheeky thing I think about Disney Plus... Because it is a site that already gives you access yeah. to then charge you for it is cheeky. But like you look at Amazon Prime, mm. you go into Amazon Prime knowing that only like half of the things on there are included. Yeah. And if something is not, you have the choice to rent it or buy it. Yeah. That's not the option with, with um, Disney Plus because you know that at some point that's going to become included. Yeah. So and at least if yeah. they said, you know what, we're going to give you this, you're going to pay this £16, but then you'll own this. Yeah. Because like when I first had Sky Television, I don't have my own Sky Television anymore. I use my parents. Right. When I had my own Skybox, they used to do a thing. I don't know if they do it anymore. If you bought a cyber copy of it, they sent you a physical copy. You told me that. Didn't your daughter accidentally buy shrek or something yeah 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 Yeah. um i remember when frozen one the initial frozen was out we bought it to watch on there because we didn't mind having it always on the skybox we knew it was something the kids were going to watch yeah and i didn't know they were doing this thing and then it appeared in the post like three days later and i thought actually that's a really good service yeah because one day that skybox will break or just stop working or you'll come away from it yeah and then what happens to all the things you bought uh, this was actually, this was an argument that people are coming around to, because, you know, I have a massive DVD collection. Yeah. Um, and so I remember someone saying, why? I just stream everything. I went, yeah, and all of that stuff can be taken away at a, at a yeah, you, and it does, Because if you, and I think it came up recently and people were arguing about it. And they were like, uh, I think it was when they brought out all of the Star Wars as a set. Right. And, but you could buy it as a set on download um, but but you pay full price and it says in the, the the small print they can take it back at any point no unacceptable yes and that's people like saying, one day someone knocking on your front door and going do you own a uh, lord of the rings on dvd and you go i do they went um we're here to collect it yeah exactly um and people were complaining and some people went oh, if only if only there was like a physical thing i could have this on (laughs) it's so silly but actually this kind of um bleeds over into a different area that we don't touch on as much you're kind of getting more to the point in your life now where you you might gaming um like i know you've kind of you've discovered steam lately but like thank you yeah (laughs) you've discovered steam lately this is something you kind of you've gotten into which is fine um I'm a console boy through and through. I love my consoles. Yes. Um, and I do go for for digital copies of things. And the problem is the big argument in the gaming world of is if you buy a physical copy of something when you're finished with it, if you don't want to play it anymore, you can sell it back to a shop or sell it on. Yeah. If you have a cyber copy of a game, you can't do that. You're stuck with it. And I have 
50, 60, 70 games on each console that I can't do anything with if I don't want it. And there, there was talks a while back of like Xbox bringing out a cyber marketplace where you could you could sell them back to the company for like a third of the price. Or yeah. you could put it on like a seller's, like almost like an in Xbox market eBay. So yeah. say, here's a copy of this. Does anyone want to buy this but not at full price? And then they could pay you for it and Xbox took a tiny percentage. Basically eBay, but for games. So you weren't stuck with these dead digital copies that you were never going to touch again. Yeah. Does and it's that something work that it, in the same way, though? I don't know. And that's probably why they never did it, because I imagine there was too many rooms for error. Yeah. But it does... It's, it's an issue, because, yeah, I like the idea that I don't have as many discs around, especially as I have kids who don't have respect for discs. As much yeah. as you drill that into them, they don't. Yeah. I mean, they get to the point now where they're kind of they're learning. But... um you only have to shout at them enough about breaking your discs <laughs> um, but so i i fully do endorse digital copies and like if i went for the next gen consoles i would consider the digital only consoles happily but it does leave you that thing if it's a game that has no like after story like some games you finish the storyline that's it that's all you've got and then you just have to start again and keep like playing it through and through but then you get more games nowadays like uh, grand theft auto the skyrims open world games where you can finish the story and then carry on playing in the world and just explore and do lots of stuff yeah. and you don't have this issue but there, there's too many where you don't and i think that's the problem that you get with 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 um digital copies of films it's just you, you're, you're now you're, you're paying for these films but you don't have any copy of them you're just paying got... full purchase price for them i've got a question because obviously yeah. Um, I'm looking at getting PS5. Yeah. Um, now, I am looking at getting the one where you get discs, because yeah. I like discs. Yeah. Um, can You can still do it. Can't you still do the digital download oh, as yeah. well? Though? Yeah. So it's more expensive, obviously, to have the one for oh, discs. Yeah. But I think there's just that safety. I'd rather have a physical thing. Yeah. Oh, I fully go... agree. If, if I had the money... I would buy one that you can have the discs with as well. Yeah. Because like now I've got an Xbox one and a PlayStation four. And I, I'd say 80% of my game library on each one is digital, but I do have some select games and they're normally some of my favorite games mm-hmm. on disc. So I have that option. I can go, you know what? I'm going to just pop out. Cause also that's the thing. Like if you look at the marketplaces and actually I've been finding this again lately with the switch, cause the switch you buy little uh, like cartridges for, like yeah. you for the old Nintendos. Yeah. Um, now, all of these digital marketplaces, they don't lower their price over time, generally. So, for example, if you want to go out and buy Call of Duty for one of your game's consoles, yeah. a brand new game in a shop, brand new, is going to cost you 49 99 to 50 quid for a brand new game. Yeah. But over time, you know they're going to lower that price. It's going to go £30. Yeah. Pounds. Then you can buy it pre-owned. Yeah. So the current like price now for, say, Call of Duty ghost came out like four or five years ago would in a shop would be like half that price maybe less you could buy it pre-owned if yeah. you go to the online marketplace you're still paying 50 quid for that you might you might pay 40 yeah and the prices don't come down over time and that's a problem that you get with all this stuff but that we're kind of moving away from that from the topic we're at hand of the old streaming services taken away from cinema it is a big issue yeah. but it's not something that's going to go away if anything it's just going to be embraced more yeah um the only thing that might swing it a little bit maybe i know they're not going to do any more films well that wasn't where i was going to go but yeah that would help 
Um, it's actually the thing of when we do return to something vaguely normal in yeah. life, people will want to do things outside. People will want <laughs> yeah. to go out of their homes. Because, yes, at the moment, it's very... They can get to see maybe a new film, which, without going to the cinema... And, and I do get the fact that... There is a yeah. novelty, isn't there, in going... Because can you imagine that you were like, we're not... The cinema's not open. I've got to wait a year and a half. Oh, um, I could... I've just watched Endgame at home. Yeah. It, I completely... If you have HBO Max and you've got the access to it, I get it. It's just annoying. Okay. Now, I'm not getting HBO Max. I have actually purposely not even looked into it, so I'm not interested. No, neither have I, and I actually don't know if it's accessible in this country. I don't. I don't know anything. But one question will be, because this is something that's kind of annoying me anyway, because I have the Blu-ray of the Justice No, yeah, of the Justice League. Yeah. Well, obviously, what we've got coming is the Zack Snyder's four-hour Justice League. Oh, gosh, yeah. And once it's been on HBO Max, it will be coming out on DVD. Yeah. Or Blu-ray, whatever. I've already just... As, I saw Justice League in the cinema. And yeah. then I got the... Uh, the Not the game. The, um, the Blu-ray. Yeah. I've done my buying of Justice League. <laughs> and now there's another version of it coming. Yeah. Um, I've just Googled. So mm-hmm. just this adds another level for us. Yeah. HBO Max is not available in the UK. Well, that... Makes our so, life great. <laughs> it, it makes it thinks it's like one. We have no choice now. Yeah. Whether we're annoyed or not, we have to wait for the release. Yeah. And realistically, if the cinemas do open, it's not an good idea. No. I'm uh, the last film that I missed, which I'm kind of annoyed about, but it's Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. But we have said on the podcast. Between DC and Marvel, it's the MCU that we attend. We tend yeah, to go for. Yeah. You know, we are coming up to points where Black Widow, which has already been pushed back a year, if you know, then they yes, uh, Kevin Feige said no, no, it's definitely going to be a cinema release. But Disney Plus might end up going. Look, well, the thing is, Disney are the kings. Mm-hmm. They have the power. They have the say, really. Um, I don't know how I'll handle that. No, yes. it's an odd one, yes. isn't it? It's not like we've already said. We both share a Disney Plus because a friend has it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, if it's there, <laughs> if it's there and I can't go to the cinema... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's you that know? question of say you've got it. Say we all share Disney Plus, and I don't know how this works. Say they do bring the next big one out. Say they bring Black Widow out on it. Yeah. If one person rents it, do you all get? It do we all gain access to it? Yeah. Because I was thinking about this for Amazon Prime. Yeah. Because we share Amazon. We do. So if if I click it, does that give access to the account, or does it give access to the device? I reckon it'd be an account. Because you can watch it on multiple screens. That's true. But, I mean, the thing is, if you rent something, presumably you can only rent it for so long. It's it's normally two days. 48 hours is the Amazon Amazon Prime's rental. So basically, what I'm saying here is, if you decided to rent something new, let me know. Oh, I would, I would yeah. <laughs> Actually, this came to thought lately, because you've just 
I think you've just bought New Mutants, haven't you? Yeah. And I considered renting it literally after you said you, you bought it. And I thought, but I'd only thought about that because you said you were going to, I haven't seen it yet, by the way. Right. Um, well, I'm just going to say, listeners. I, I bought the New Mutants because it's essentially the last X-Men film. I It's the only X-Men film I haven't seen at the cinema because of the time it came out. Yeah. But I bought it when it came out because I went, well, I'm definitely going to own it. Yeah. And then Liam messaged me, messaged me to say, I'm about to watch New Mutants. I changed what I was doing so I could watch it so we could talk about it on this podcast. And yeah. he hasn't watched it. <laughs> I will say that this links to other things that... If it was just me, I'd have happily have watched it by now. Yeah. And this is, but the problem is, things like X Men superpowers, I, I, I give Amanda the option because I know she would like. We watched. Are we gonna? I think we're gonna touch on One Division later. I imagine. Yeah. yeah but definitely. I gave her the option. I said, "Look, they're out. Yeah. Either we watch it together, or we do not watch it together. <laughs> that's yeah. a that's a full series commitment. Yeah. And um, we watched it together. Yeah. Um, but I think we should go into another segment before we do that. Yeah, and as we kind uh, of at what I imagine the halfway point of this episode to be, um, <laughs> yeah, I think now would be a great time to bring in a fun and exclusive way to get more from the Manic Podcast. Exclusive, exclusive, and how? Exclusive. How could you do that? You know what, Liam? We have a little thing called a patron. A what now? A patron, and for a minimum, a minimum of one pound twenty. Yeah, you can listen to some lovely stuff. You can have uh, exclusive access to an exclusive Discord community that we have Ooh. where you get to like chat to us. So you're not just listening to us. Yeah, you, you actually can get actually to communicate. This time when you talk back, we might reply. <laughs> I know. It'll be, it's weird. If you talk to us now, we can't hear you. If yeah. we respond to you now, it's a bit weird. So stop that. Stop it's that much, now. <laughs> it's much like when Tobias does a TikTok live and I'm, I'm listening to it. And I do respond to his questions and talking. Even when he's not asking questions, I'm like, that's true. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Amanda's like, yeah, he can't hear you. And I'm like, I know, but it's habit. <laughs> yes. Normally um, we talk about this thing. <laughs> I'm used to hearing his voice and replying. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't he hear me? So, yes, you, for, the, for low prices. They are low prices. They're low prices. They're low prices. Come on. Exactly. I mean, now, there's also there's more, there's more prices going on. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, gets you extra, tips. extra exclusive stuff. Extra, extra things. Speaking um, of which, oh, well, haven't we got a new patron? We have indeed. Yeah. We have got a new Manic Master, which is our top tier. Top tier, ladies and gents, top tier. Top tier subscriber. The so red we would carpet like... is now out, ready yeah, for you to... We would like to officially welcome Zachary Thomas to the Manic Society. Woo! Welcome to the family. Now we hope your life is about to get a lot more manic because if you now you've paid that that subscription, Zach Zachary, we haven't asked if we can call you Zach, so I'm gonna call you Zachary. <laughs> he probably hates it. <laughs> but now you've paid for that, Zachary. You'll you'll be able to hear the segment that's about to happen. And if you haven't paid, all you lovely, lovely listeners, we do love you as well, just not as much. Basically, at this point, Zachary is our favourite child. <laughs> and <laughs> and all you other people, we do love you, just slightly less, but we and we struggle to admit it. <laughs> yes. So now we're going to talk about you, and you're not going to be able to hear about. It. Um, I promise, we do talk about you. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <By> <laughs> <name. laughs> yes. So, Bob. If, oh. <laughs> oh, Bob. I like the fact that we both know at least a handful of people who definitely listen to this, and <laughs> neither of us were brave enough to go over the name. <laughs> 
because we don't want to lose any listeners. No. But anyway, if you're not one of our favourite children, you're about to hear us do a countdown and then come back into this out of nowhere. So, for all you lovely people, we're about to go exclusive. In five, four, three, two, one. Well, that badger, wasn't he? He was on form today. I, I love that badger. Me too. You know what? One day we'll find out his name. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the doctor. He has a name, but we shouldn't know it. He whispers it to people. Which is so creepy. He's a badger whisperer. <laughs> no, he's a badger that whispers. <laughs> he's oh, a yeah. badger. A badger <laughs> whisperer would be someone who, who walks up to him and goes, I know you're <laughs> Yeah, but I bet he's whispered to his old badger every now and then. Ooh, his oh, old badger. Fuck. That was a weird way of saying that. I didn't mean that. That sounded dirty. <laughs> talk about things. <laughs> we shall indeed. Now, if you want to to get rid of that massive feeling of FOMO, the fear of missing out, you could sign up to our Patreon and become one of the, the favourite children. And the link for that will be down below. In the you forgot we did that, didn't you? No, this is the way you said favourite children, because you have children. <laughs> and ironically, I'm pretty sure one of them isn't asleep yet and can probably hear this. Because yeah. <laughs> you'll be doing an episode on Santa. Yeah. So, uh, i tell you what, she's upstairs going, who's Zachary? <laughs> Mom, is this a brother I never knew of? Family. Mummy, who's Zachary? I, I think that he has a secret family somewhere. Yeah. I mean, ironically, my children do not have super posh English voices, but that, as well as my TikTok videos, would tell you otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But the link to our Patreon will be down below in the link tree in the description for this video. So pop along there. It's £1 to £1.20 a month. Nice and simple. Yeah, we like it's simple. Yeah. We've already mentioned some of the streaming stuff that's coming soon, but you, we've both watched something new in the last we day or so. We did, because we've already mentioned Disney+. Plus. Uh, yeah. But we, we love our MCU, and the first MCU thing that we've had since 2019... Soul. <laughs> that, no. You're going a different direction, sorry. Uh, what? That's not MCU. <laughs> I don't know, they're not superheroes. You can't tell me they're not. I've not seen the film, I don't know. I've seen it four times. Four times. Big fan. Like, same thing over and over again. I paid attention the first time and maybe not fully. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, what has started? Uh, we've seen the first two episodes of WandaVision. Yeah, we have. Yeah, very different. We it's, haven't discussed it yet. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. <laughs> it's because right. I didn't know what to expect going into it, and I'm still not sure I do. <laughs> Okay, I will say I think they made the right decision to put out two episodes. Yeah, I will say that out of the two, I did enjoy the second one more. Because it started to develop and, right, the first episode happens and it's very much a black and white American sitcom where yeah. I personally would say the humour is very forced. It's clearly meant to be, but yes, yes. the entire episode is like that. Yes, and there's there's the odd hint that something's going on, mm. but it's the second episode, yeah, where there are more hints. It's a it's still a black and white sitcom, but it's moved on a bit. It's a different style, a bit more bewitched. I, actually, I, yeah, I thought that exactly. I reckon yeah. they're going to do each episode a bit more styled after a program. They are. They they oh, said okay. that's what they're doing. No, because I very I didn't notice it with the first one. I couldn't tell you what the first one was. But the second one, I went, this is literally the Bewitched theme tune, pretty much. Yes, it is. Um, 
Now, if you do go on TikTok, people are very happy to show you all the Easter eggs. Uh, there are lot, lots of hints. I've seen one about the neighbour. I've seen one about the neighbour. Yeah. Um, at the moment, we've met six main characters. Um, now, obviously, the main characters are Wanda and Vision. Who's definitely uh, dead. Huh? Who's definitely dead. Well, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> because... Um, it is so stylized in the way of a sitcom. Yeah. There's even an interval. There's like an advert. A little ad break, which is yeah. slightly off. It's slightly off. The first episode had one which involves Stark Industries, which people will have. I mean, if you didn't notice, they, I mean, say it's made by Stark Industries. That is who basically killed Wanda's family. Mm. Uh, and in the second episode, they have something. I can't remember what it is. Is it? a drink or something which is made by something called strucker and it was baron strucker who gave wanda and pietro their powers yeah i can't remember what it was for the second one i thought it was like a wine or something it might or was it a bread maker or was that stark no oh, i can't remember bread yeah. maker no the first one was a toaster toaster that was Stark. first one was a big toaster yes but also each episode sort of ends with someone watching her sitcom, like going, and you hear a voice going, Wanda, who's doing this to you? And all this kind of stuff. Uh, now, I we will talk about spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, we're gonna... I mean, the thing is, I would say that the, without doing extra research, there is, there's a limit to spoilers, to be honest. Well, okay, well, the thing is, I've talked to, you're now the third person, yeah. who I can, because normally when I talk on TikTok, I can't say things because people haven't seen something, so we can't talk about stuff. Right, now that you've actually seen it, Geraldine, do you know who she is? Who's You're like, right, the black woman introduced in episode two. Oh, not a clue. I do, I know, and no one else has known. And I, it was announced, so it's not even a really big spoiler. It's just, if you're watching it without hit, having heard any announcements, I was like, people don't know who she is, do they? Like Emily, our friend Emily didn't know. Uh, I've talked to other people who didn't. Um, right, so her name's not Geraldine, even though that's what she's been introduced as. Yeah, her name is Monica Rambo, and in Captain Marvel, the young girl, the daughter of her best friend, ah. in the in the 90s, is now grown up. All right, and that's her. Okay. That is Monica Rambo. So I think she knows what's going on because she's going by a false name. Yeah, uh, because I don't know why she'd have a false name if she didn't know what was going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Uh, it was nice if you're a Buffy fan. The second episode had Emma Caulfield in, who played Anya. I always like to see. That's who I, I, I was like, I spent the whole episode going, I recognise you. There's rumours. Well, well, there's different rumours. One is that she could be the big bad guy. The other rumour is that it will be Agnes, the yeah. next door neighbour. I would say I don't think it's going to be um, Anna from Anna, Anna. Anya from yeah. Buffy. Because there was a moment where Not, uh, yeah, it was broken. Yeah, where the, like, the reality was broken through the radio. Yeah. Uh, and they both were equally confused. So I reckon no. Now, what do you say the neighbour's called? Agnes. Ag Ag Agnes. Uh, yeah. Agnes. I've heard stuff about her because there's a character in in the comics called Agnes who is a witch. Yes, that's what I've seen. And has not a character I'm familiar with. I don't know. Her, really. Me neither. But has ties to the character Mephisto. Yes. Yeah. And who I believe is, is the big. Yeah. Yeah. And they and the things I've seen. I've seen a couple of. TikTok videos. I haven't put any research into it because, to be honest, beyond chatting about it, I'm not going to. I'm just taking the series as it comes. I see everywhere I go, 
even if I'm not looking. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think for me, TikTok is going to be where they appear. Um, yeah, the thing that I'm hearing is a, she, the character keeps referring to her husband. Who we've not Gerald, met yet. Gerald, I think it is. Ralph. Ralph, Ralph, Ralph that's the one. Yeah. And a lot of people on TikTok are saying that Ralph is Mephisto. Yes. Um, I will say I enjoyed the second one a lot more because there was the whole basically drunk, I'm doing inverted commas, drunk kind of uh, vision. Yeah, which I will say, I found, I find, I really like Paul Bettany, but I don't think he naturally gives himself over to the farcical sitcom element. No, I would, but I actually really like that part of it. I liked him being drunk. I liked yeah. him being the magician. Do you know why? It's because he wasn't playing drunk. He was playing just brokenish. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really liked that. I will say, I don't think the first episode was good. I didn't hate it. No, but... me neither. This is why I think <clears throat> it was a good decision. Because there's only six episodes. Yeah. Is there really? Oh, that's yeah, only six. And they're only half an hour each. Yeah, sure. I didn't realise they were that short going into I told, it. Yeah, I did tell you. I said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But yeah. I, I had forgotten. No, going into it, I didn't I didn't dislike episode one. I, I smiled most of the way through it. I enjoyed some of the forced jokes. Not all of them. Because uh, yeah. some of them were too forced. Um, yeah. Normally, the jokes that refer to them not being from that kind of place. Yeah. Um, I think Elizabeth Olsen is good. I think she works very well. Mm. Um, as we know, I'm a bit of a credits freak. Yeah. Um, and what Just I do bit. like, having watched the two episodes, is that Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany are switching who's first. Oh, really? That's she cool. was billed first in the first episode. He was billed first in the second episode. Right, okay. That makes sense. Um, it's interesting because I always pay attention to who are the main characters. I was hoping Emma Caulfield would be one. She's not. The six right. that we've had are obviously those two. Uh, Agnes, who's played by Catherine Hahn. Uh, now, I don't know if it's Tayona Paris, who whoever played Geraldine, who will be Monica Rambo. Yeah. Um, and the other are actually Vision's boss, yeah. Mr. Hart, and his wife. Uh, his wife, Deborah Jo Rupp, was in Friends. Yeah, she's been quite a lot. She's... Yeah. Uh, yep. She's a main character. And I actually wasn't expecting her to be a main character. So... Yeah. Um, um, I no, I I enjoy, I've enjoyed both episodes. Episode two was more outright enjoyable because I I knew what I was in for. Yeah, and it was more enjoyable. Um, the problem is, this is not one for casual viewers at all. No, and it is the first thing, the first MCU Disney Plus series. Yeah, that's my problem. If you just had Disney Plus and weren't big Marvel fans, and you went, oh, what's what's this Wonder Vision? Yeah, you'd have no clue. No, but it's interesting because it wasn't meant to be the first one. True. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was meant to be the first thing we had, but like everything else, it, yeah. filming would broke up. But this, um, this has become the first thing. So I mean, had. like the problem is, it means that it's not, it's not a casual viewing. Uh, no, it's, it's... automatically you need some form of knowledge. Like you can watch the Mandal, you can watch the Mandalorian and not have watched the rest of Souls. Yeah. And Mind for you... me, who's not a huge Star Wars fan, that's that's perfect. <laughs> But what I would say about WandaVision, I, and I've, I've said it to other people, if you just watch episode one and you are a casual viewer even mm. of MCU, I don't think there's enough in episode one alone to hook you. But no. by the end of episode two, when everything started to go to colour, yeah, there's a, there's a beekeeper, some person who's just come out of the sewer. Yeah, that was interesting. It's gone weird. And she kind of time rewound, didn't she? She yeah. set rewound. That was interesting. She didn't like it. The problem uh, is, 
episode one, no- nothing really happened except for the very last second where you kind of pan out and see someone like turning the telly off. Yeah. But even that alone isn't a big enough ooh yeah. for me. Um, it's almost like an end of credit scene that they went, this isn't good enough to put the end of the credits. The thing is, I mean, someone that I was talking to, she she's a MCU fan, but she was she asked me, was like, when's it set? Is it set between, you know, is it set before Infinity War? And I'm like, no, you have to understand, Vision's dead. Yeah. And this is this is a key point that you're going to find out with this series. Vision's dead. <laughs> yeah. Which which makes me think the whole thing is inside her mind. Yes, but she's clearly being controlled by something. If you've watched the trailers, you will know they have children. Those children grow up, and those children are X Men. (laughs) (laughs) On time, because you know she's meant to be an X Men, Um, and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be interesting if she has a whole family. Are Mm. any of them going to end up in the real world, or is is the whole thing going to be a simulation? Well, one thing to remember is we have we do know that this is essentially a start of a trilogy, as in one division, the Sp- Spider-Man three, and the Multiverse of Madness. They're all multiverse things. Yeah, and it seems remember that Wanda is in Doctor Strange two. I think she's created all this herself. You think she's like made like a little pocket reality to kind of kind of almost the heartache of losing vision yes but what's gonna happen i think and this is not something i know for a fact but i think she's gonna lose it all at the end of this series because vision isn't real her children aren't gonna be real i'll become the 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 bad i think it's gonna break a pretty much like evil willow once tara had died it was like it, it clicked her and i think it's gonna click her and she's gonna really go crazy and that's why there are rumours that Doctor Strange... Well, we know Doctor Strange is in Spider-Man 2, and there's rumours that he's going to appear in this, but we don't know for certain. We don't know that. If anything, this could this whole series could basically be one of her steps of grief. Because it's... it's What is it? It's denial. Yeah. She, at this point, it's denial, because she's keeping him alive. Yes. Um, and also, the thing is, he's still called Vision in this world. Yeah. <laughs> which is almost jarring. Mind you, they do in public call him Viz. Is, I haven't is noticed Viz. it. I haven't really yeah, noticed Viz. it. Because she... it's like the first time the boss walks in and calls him, it's, it was Vision. Yeah. It's just like, that's an odd one. That's how you know this is something staged. Yes. Because no one's like, why are you called Vision? That's an odd name. Yeah. Because it's, there's a blurring of realities. Mm. Um, and I do think that's going to be a fun element. And eventually, I think it's going to turn darker. Yeah. You can sense it. Yeah. Uh, from what I remember, although things may have changed, I think the first half, remember, we're. We're a third of the way through already. It's crazy, isn't it? Right. Uh, the first half is all sitcom. And then the second half is more to do with the MCU that we are that we know. So it's basically going to be... The first half is going to be set in this, then she's going to break. Yeah, Start but, I, I, but I, think it's, I think it's going to be a broken thing. Because I think she's... I don't, I, again, I don't know. I think she's going to try to keep it all together. But it's not going to want to, because it's not real. Yeah. It will be interesting to see where they're going because at this point, without like, if you just watch the episodes and put no research or into it, yeah, it is a very confusing series. It is, and I don't think it is going to be something that a casual viewer, no. especially if they do only bother watching the first episode. Yeah, it was definitely a good choice to release the two. Yeah, because 
I mean, I would watch the whole series no matter what because of how much I follow Marvel. Yeah. yeah. But the first episode alone could have been enough for me to go, no, this isn't it. This isn't for me. Yeah. If I didn't know it was going to become more. Yes. I mean, and that was the thing. I watched it. It's... Did I enjoy the first episode? I'm not sure, actually. Uh, but it's that thing of, well, I know what this is. I know what you're doing. Yeah. Because I've I've got the understanding of that. Uh, but it's like, I'm glad we're over that hump already. I'm glad it's back. I'm glad it's colour now. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see, I mean, where did they, is the last episode going to be Modern Family, Homer? You know, is that kind of... Interesting, isn't it? A documentary think, side of what, what, it. Sort of. Do you know what was the first episode themed on? I don't because I think it's very much. I want to say something like "I Love Lucy," or but I don't know those. Actually, things. yeah, no, "I Love Lucy" was perfect. It's that humor perfectly. So yeah. episode two was "Bewitched." I dream a genie. Yes, those two same exact, era kind of things. Yeah, it, it was definitely more towards "Bewitched" because there were there were sequences that were basically the title sequence. And the, the, thing the is, fact he lifts her up, she's a witch. Up, she's a witch yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Like the way he kind of she, they go in for kiss and he kind of lifts her a little bit there. That was exactly from the sequence of Bewitched. I, I love Bewitched anyway. Yeah, me too. Really liked it. The film uh, was huh? The film they did was not good. No, because that wasn't that tried to make it a thing within a thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but no. Um. Yeah, but no, but. <laughs> yeah, but no, but. Yeah, but no, but. Yeah, but no. Um. I'm interested. <coughs> Pardon me. But I think it's going to be very difficult to now. This week, only have one episode. It would actually have been better if they just went. You know what? We're going to do it in three sets of two. Yeah, two, two, and two. Yeah, especially as they are short. Unless they get longer. Ooh. Because they were right. The first episode was actually, the episode was longer, wasn't it? It was. It was about five, six minutes longer. They could actually, all. That would make sense with if you look at the, how TV programs aged. They yeah. start really short. And then they got longer. Yeah. How clever if that if by the end of it we've got like an hour long episode. Uh, How clever would that be though? Just as a as a like a meta thing. Yeah. Hmm. That would that would be good. That would be good. Uh but we don't have to wait too long before the next thing's out because the Falcon and Winter Soldier is like, I think March. Is it coming out in March? So I think this will pretty much take us up to that. Sounds about right. Yeah. Shall um, we do it? Our last segment. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, baby. Right. In that case, we are about to do Casting Couch. Mm. Was that good for you? Oh, it was good for me. Cool. Uh, right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're new and you've not heard this before, uh, every episode we cast someone. We, this series, are recasting The Lord of the Rings to if it was made today. Uh, I've activated Siri. <laughs> I uh, I don't know why How? I activated Siri. I have How? no idea. I don't know. Siri just wanted to be involved. Yeah. Right, ladies and gentlemen, as I was saying, we, we are casting the Lord of the Rings as if it was cast now, and we're not allowed to use any actor who was in Lord of the Rings. No. Nope. Uh, so, I mean, what happens is we both bring two options to the table for the character yeah. of the week. Uh, I then put a poll out on Twitter and you lovely people get to vote for which one is you think that you think is the best casting or maybe you come up with your own suggestion and if we like it we'll mention it yeah um what we have found i mean season two we started doing these it's my favorite segment 
Yeah. Uh, we did X-Men last year, and it's safe to say that our people mostly sided with me. This year, we're doing Lord of the Rings, and they're mostly siding with Liam. Liam yeah. seems to have a vague idea. So we are now all need to listen to what Liam has to say. <laughs> I'm not sure about this one, to be honest. Okay. Well, this this episode, we are casting Boromir. We are indeed. He's just a man, and he's worried just because they've taken the little ones. They've taken the little they, ones. They've taken the little ones. Obviously, played by Sean Bean in yeah. the famous Peter Jackson films. Yeah. Um, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Yeah, now what I'm going to do is, um, early on, when I can, and if I can find it, I've tried to find an alternative description from the original books yeah. of how, how the character described. So I'm not just basing it off the film that we know. Because yeah. otherwise, I'm just looking for Sean Bean. Um, so this is what I found from the from the books. Boromir was a man of great strength and valour. He had a fair and noble face, dark-haired, grey-eyed, proud, and stern of glance. That is the description you get. Okay. Um, doesn't help you much. Um, so I went back to thinking of Sean Bean. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, so what I've actually done is I looked up how old Sean Bean was when he filmed this film. He was 42. Okay. Um, so I've gone for other 42-year-old actors around that same kind of age. You cast me, because I'm not there yet, but I'm close. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't. But by the time we start filming... We never, we, we never cast ourselves, and we could. <laughs> this is true. I might so, put you up for Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll take it. I'll shave a bit. I'll be fine. Right, so... I, so you say you want me to go first, yeah? I, I said, do you want to? I mean, I will. I'll happily go first. So I've, so, got, I've got three options. So if oh, we do have three, I have yeah. two, and they will say, I think this is a, one of the first times for me. I mean, my I wasn't a massive fan of my hobbits, but they won. Um, and I will say, I don't hate these ideas, but I I can't I can't picture them perfect as I have for some of them. Like right. Charles Dance for for uh, Saruman was pretty ideal. And he won. Yeah. Right, so my number one choice for Boromir. Last time I used this person, we had unexpected results. And they've currently not got much going on, except they're about to do something with the boys. Oh, no. I've gone for Jensen Eccles. Really? Yeah. Uh... Only, and I will say, he's the, he's the one out of my two who I actually could see as the role. Oh, you see, I could not. Oh, really? Because, um, right, you, I think, right, you've looked at the age... But I think Sean Bean has always looked older than he is. This is true. But actually, I, I'll say I, I did look at the age, but that was my initial get in. But I could see I could actually see him with the kind of because I, I, Boromir is a weird one for me. Um, I don't really like Boromir. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, although I think he he does have that, but he sort of redeems himself a little bit at the end of the film. I don't know about book. Yeah, um, I could I could see Jensen Eccles because he's got this more kind of like hard, he's harder. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And Boromir's definitely got this kind of he's he's got more to him. He's this, this pillar. Um, I will say this is definitely better than my second choice. Definitely. Okay. I don't right. think you're gonna like either of my choices. I'm well, out. You, might not, you might not like mine. You might but not like that's mine. That's fine because I will say. I'm coming into this going, I can see Jensen Eccles as it out of these two. I can see it happening, but I, I don't think it's ideal. Okay. Uh, that, that's fine. For me, he's a bit too pretty boy, actually, for what I consider. Yeah, yeah maybe, yeah. Um, also, mind you, that said, I've just remembered who you put forward and the public chose as Aragorn. 
who I also think is too pretty boy. Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan won. So Jamie Dornan is our Aragon. And actually, I think Jensen Ackles would probably work as Boromir to Jamie Dornan's Aragon. Uh, I, I haven't. I didn't do an age check because I've gone for a feel. Of the characters, yeah, uh, and actually, I've done something that we don't tend to do. I oh. can't particularly use the phrase "comic accurate," oh, no. uh, but we normally we normally tend to, uh, if we can. Um, but I actually I signposted that I was going to use this actor way okay. back when I think we did Aragon. Okay, so uh, uh, bringing in a bit of diversity. Right. Okay. Uh, I feel that Idris Elba has a very Boromir feel about him. Ooh. He's quite gruff. He's quite growly. Yeah. I can see him being not a bad guy, but more of a, a bit more self-centered, maybe. You know, and I just think he fits the role. I think he fits Boromir. Yeah. Uh, so even though I think he's in his 50s now, but for me, Idris Elba, and I, I've known all along that I was going to do Idris Elba. So... Mm. He's he's my he's my first choice. Okay. Uh, I, mean, so, I, I hate my second option now. Ah, yeah, I mean, I I've got it. two. Do you want one of mine? <laughs> no, no, bring bring it, bring it. Let's see. Let's okay. See. Yeah, that's fine. I might as well go with what I initially came out with. I mean, we bring two each, and then we look at any yeah. extras that we have. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rip the bandage off here. Oh no, Josh Dallas. Uh, Charming. I'm, yeah, no, well, I, I know who it is. I, I get it. Uh, to be fair, visually, right? he's probably better. Visually, if you're going for the pretty boy element with Jensen, he's probably better than Jensen. I mean, I don't know if you realise, but he's been in the MCU. Do you remember him from the MCU? Um, I did. I know he was in it from the second time round, but I couldn't tell you where. All right, he was in the first Thor film, but he got recast. Uh, oh yes, yes, of course he was. Um, Fand- uh, Farandale, Fandel. 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 He was a Fandel. We've gone yeah. from Thor to Frozen very quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no, actually, I again, harsh recasting as well because it's like I forgot that he was in it, but once I remembered he was in it, I was like, "No, Zachary Levi, how dare you?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I quite liked his his um, Fandral, Fandral, Fandral. Got an R in it. It's definitely got an R in it. That's cool. Um, Fandral. So, yeah, I've put Josh Dallas forward. Oh. You know the odd thing? Because you know I have a load of, but not all of them anymore, uh, the MCU figure line. Yeah. The Fandral figure is of Joshua Dallas's version, <laughs> not Zachary Levi, who was in two of the films. The one who hasn't done it as much. Yeah, that is weird. Um, right, so my second option, uh, mostly because I don't want to use the third option. Right. Um my second option is actually sort of keeping along the line of the diversity route in a way. Right. Okay. Um, again, I just have a bit of a feel that he could, I actually think he could have been Aragon, mm. this person, but I'm putting forward for Boromir. Uh, he's quite popular at the moment. So I'm going to go with Oscar Isaac. Ooh. Again, same reasons as Idris Elba, really. I just think he sort of suit the character. Yeah. Um, in some ways, I guess Poe Dameron, from Star Wars has a bit of a he, he could slot in there. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Um so they're they're my two options. No, that's fair. I mean I'm not happy with even my choices really, but I can tell you the moment you told me we were doing Boromir, I, I was like, oh gosh. 
<laughs> I just knew I, I knew I wasn't going to like this casting because I'm not, a, I don't like the cat for me. I find Boromir quite forgettable. Um, I, I see. I don't mind. I knew I was going to find this easier because from almost day one, I knew I was going to put Idris forward. So I kind of had someone for me. I've, it's the hobbits I have difficulty with. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, um but no, I, I didn't like it for me because one, I would say for me, Boromir is too bland. I don't remember enough about the character. At least with all the other ones. One. Yeah. One. With all the other ones, I'm like, well, I've got stuff to base you on. Or you're iconic. I mean, he's one of the nine. He is one of the fellowship. Yeah, and I will say that is that was the next sentence of after the description. It says he's one of the nine walkers. Hmm. So he's inborn. Oh yeah. Um I'll just put I'll just say my third option to see what you would have thought. Okay. Whether actually you'd switch with any of the ones that we are putting forward. It's actually an actor I don't really like. That's why I didn't that's why he's my third. So what do you think of the idea of Daniel Craig? I actually think he's better than most of the ones I put forward. Because <laughs> because I think he's quite bland and I'd be happy with him only being in one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan of him. But if you could put five options, I'd have shoved him on there as a bonus. You can't put you can. <laughs> No. Uh, but okay, right. ladies and gentlemen, I have put forward Idris Elba and Oscar Isaac. Uh, Liam has put forward... Uh, he can't remember. He loves them. He loves Josh Dallas options. and Jensen Eccles. Yeah. We know what, whether he's right for it or not, Jensen Eccles will win it. <laughs> Depends. If, if, the, if the fans aren't on Twitter those days... <laughs> they will, because his fan club will... I don't know. The thing is, now that Supernatural's done... They'll be mourning. They'll be looking for every little thing he does. They know. might have moved on. No, that, that we've got friends who are interested in it. Do you think they've moved on? No. That is, that is true. Of course not. Very good point. Oh, what have I done? I've welcomed in Armageddon. Have. Right, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, thus concludes... Casting Couch. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Now, Tobias, as we're already at like hour 45... <laughs> Is there anything else you wish to discuss? Uh, well, let's discuss New Moon. Oh, no, you didn't watch it. Uh, <laughs> well, you can give me your moment. base opinions on it. Uh, okay, I'll go. Well, yeah. Um, right. I went in expecting to hate it because of everything I've heard. Okay. I'm going to say it's one of the weakest entries. Okay. Worse than Dark Phoenix? I would have to watch them both. I've watched both of them once. Yeah. One of them I did see at the cinema, though, and it was with characters I already knew. Yeah. These are new characters that I don't know. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate it. It's just I don't think I'll particularly remember it either. Right. Um, I think it's I think it's a shame that if you watch them all in order, that that's the last one that's going to come out. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I it doesn't really delay. It's delayed didn't help either, did it? It doesn't link to anything else. Right. I will say. So. It's it's part of it. It is what it is. Yeah, but I would still say watch it. Oh, I'm definitely going to watch it. I'm hoping to watch it in the next day or so. I was hoping um, to. I've already watched it. Now, I'll just mention one thing because you won't pay attention to this, so it's all right. Um, it really, really annoys me. There are four actors listed on the the poster credits. Right. The main character is not one of them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm not as credit anal as you, but that is horrible. Yeah. Uh, 
the uh i'll actually tell you the name of the character well okay danny <laughs> right blue hunt is the main character she's is clearly that, that... okay yeah uh that's the name of the actress she's blue hunt is your lead she's credited fifth she's <laughs> <laughs> not famous enough well yeah i mean Maisie williams gets top how much is Maisie williams in oh she i would say she's probably second character right okay actually if you just moved Blue Hunt first, it would all make sense. <laughs> Great. But no, the four main actors who they've listed, Maisie Williams, Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah. Who I like. I, I'm a big fan. Um, Charlie Heaton, who you'd know from, from uh, Stranger Things. He's from that. I know the name, yeah. Uh, and Alice Braga. And oh, yeah, okay. that would all make sense. If, she, if Blue Hunt was first... And not That's fit. really quite harsh, actually. And not even on the post. Only four names. There's only seven characters in the film. <laughs> and, you're, and, you're, and you're lead is third from last. No, it's just like, that annoyed me. That must that, be a that... slap as an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hi, just so you know, family. I'm a... Uh... <laughs> I'm lead character of this X-Men film. I know it's te- it's like extended universe, but I'm part. I'm lead. I'm lead. And they mention X-Men. Hey, hey mum. Hey, mum. Dad, the, the posters are out. Let's look. Oh, what? I'm not on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, all the characters are visually on the, the oh, case. So. But right. when it comes to the famous names, it's yeah. the famous names. Of course it is. Like, I get it, I'm selling it, but that's frustrating from a performance point of thing. It is. I mean, I've spoken in the past how when someone who plays Batman isn't lead in a Batman film, <laughs> you got a problem. It's kind of like that's annoying. But they're not. I mean, they're normally there. They're they're somewhere. Their name's gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, you think they're just perhaps behind Lex Luthor. You know, it's uh, you know something like that. But you know, it's kind of like oh, well, that annoys me. As an actor, yeah. I guess, but yeah. So, good yeah, omens. good omens. Uh, I obviously watched it a little while ago. Yeah, not two, super two, before, me, but yeah. No, no, no. I should. I can't remember things, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I finished uh, it yesterday. Yes, you liked it, didn't you? I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. I get that actually. Some of it's probably a bit in your face. Um, I don't well, think all of the acting in it is even that good by everyone. You, you have to get on board with it's a. Based on a book created by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman, and they've got styles. Oh, and I can see that 100%. Yes. I can see that 100% in the styling. If you've seen, as we've discussed before, any of the actual Terry Pratchett TV adaptations, like uh, Going Postal, Hogfather. Yeah. Yeah. There is definitely an element of that in there. You can sense. Not as much, because this is definitely more Neil Gaiman heavy. Well, it's got... He kind of likes his gods, doesn't he? Um, yeah, but um, and... no, I, I liked it. I mean, it backed up, it further enforced my 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 current love of Michael Sheen. Yes, I and mean, it cemented my current enjoyment of David Tennant. Michael Sheen and David Tennant—they were a good pairing. They are a good pairing. They are a good yeah. pairing. Um, um, Jack White remember... was a shock. Jack Whitehall was a surprise. oh, when I saw his name, yeah, he I didn't see his act. name. I didn't see his yeah. name until I saw him in it. I saw his name come up. Uh, he can act. He can it, actually act. I mean, it's not the first thing I've seen him in. No, him it's in the other... first thing that I've gone, you're, you're acting. Yeah, actually, he he was right in it. Because um, is, like, is it bad education? 
Alan Education is in, yeah, he's got a couple but of But he's still movies. very much Jack Whitehall. Yeah, this is very much a different character. Yes, and actually I went, actually, I don't what? hate you in things. I should put him forward for one of the, the Hobbits at this point. <laughs> still too tall. Still too tall. So are all my <laughs> options, no, so it's fine. I like him. He's a uh, bit more on my radar now, because I do like Jack Whitehall yeah. as a comedian. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, it's kind of... It is very niche. I it's... get excited. I get excited over when David Tennant is in something. Yeah. And I don't know why these things, but Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. <laughs> You're like, who is he? <laughs> yeah, who was, was he death? He, he was Satan. I didn't know he was Satan. He was Satan. Um, and I'm like, I just like it when certain people cross over. And I'm like, ah. I didn't even notice he was, he was in it. Yeah. I didn't but... even recognise his voice, to be honest. No, I, I I saw his name and I knew instantly who he would be. Um, uh, John Hamm. Yeah, I like John Hamm. Yeah, good role. But again, that was very John Hamm. Yeah. Do you remember? Um, because we've both listened to definitely season one. I think you probably listened to more of season two. Because hey, listeners, I don't really listen to podcasts. Uh, <laughs> and now okay. he doesn't even listen to this one. <laughs> Actually, that's not strictly true. Oh, I've listened to stuff. Thank you. Have you caught up? <laughs> No, I'm not caught up. I I went on a long spell of not listening. <laughs> oh, but have you started, you started the catch up over Um, fresh season three stuff. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, and not the film club. I, I honestly, I the ma- the manic podcast, the the main from, one from a recording and, and editing point of view. Yeah. As someone who was there for it, listen to the main episodes and the and the specials. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as right. listeners, listen to all of it. Ah, oh, but it's it, listeners. They, we, 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 we go through a process that the listeners don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're sick of ourselves by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys I, have the choice to walk away. We're I here. I have to stop talking to myself. But I mean, I'm just like, um, but no, there's an episode of David Tennant talks to Michael Sheen. And I'm pretty sure Michael Sheen talks about the fact that he wanted to play David Tennant's character and was always intended to have played that character until they got to a certain point where they went, you're not, you're not right for it. He's too good. He's too goody goody. Yeah. And, and he didn't like that at first, but he was also getting to the point of, I don't think I'm right for this. Yeah. No, I <laughs> uh, get and, and then I don't think it was his idea. I think they went, we're thinking of David Tennant. And then he went, oh, that makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, they are. I'd like them to be an acting duo where we do see them more. Yeah, it's nice to see them side, side by side, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. What, I mean, not too much. <laughs> I mean, we've both. Well, I've definitely said I'd love to see Michael Sheen as Doctor Who. <laughs> I mean, that uh, Michael. Sheen, yeah, we're both becoming quite big fans of Michael Sheen, aren't we? Yeah, I, I really uh, am. Uh, yeah, but no, Good Omens, it was good. I don't know if I said it on the podcast. Right. But I think it's in like the fourth or fifth episode. One of my favourite scenes is when they're just standing watching Noah's Ark being built. Yeah, it's good. And one of the unicorns runs away. And they were like, oh no, uh, at least he's got one. Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, but that's not going to help with population, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's why we don't have unicorns. <laughs> no, I, I really liked it. Yes, it was very stylized. It's very niche. I could easily see how someone could go into this and hate it. If it's yeah. not if that's not the kind of thing you're prepared for, or you're not familiar with the style of like Neil Gaiman slash Terry Pratchett, yes, this is probably a bit too over the top for you. If you're Absolutely. going in expecting a deep, like dark, gritty tale of the apocalypse, you're not having it. No, this is in no, depth. I think this does go in depth, but yeah. it, it's not. It's a different type of styling, and I'm happy with it. I'm fine with it. Uh, did you get? Because I I clicked very quickly. This is, by the way, spoilers. Spoilers if you haven't watched it. That they switched bodies in the last episode. Yes. Yes. Because I called it. I called it very early on. Yeah. And it, because it's like that's what you do. That is. Uh, yeah. They knew that uh, they had to. Face I called people. it early on, not straight away, obviously, because that would have been silly just to go there. Different people now. I called yeah. it early on, and then I think I shot to the kitchen to, to grab something out of the cupboard, and she went, "Oh, is um." Crawley, which is David Tennant's character, he said, "Oh, he's in the bath of holy water, and nothing's happening." And I was like, "I've already told you, Amanda. They've clearly switched bodies." Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No, um, I liked it. Yes, um, I liked actually because this is an element I wasn't expecting because I didn't know it was coming in. I like anything to do with the four horsemen. Very cleverly done. Yeah, well, I really like that different approach. The postman who you followed, I was like, "Yeah, I like this." Um. Actually, is that a Terry Pratchett thing? Does he just like postmen? They're in everything. Yeah. If yeah, you, if you look at generally at Discworld, yeah, it's a it's a thing. Yeah, he does like his postman. Okay. Um, That's Neil because Gaiman. I think I think at the base of it, both of them, but definitely uh, and he said Neil Pratchett, <laughs> Terry Pratchett. <laughs> That's what they become. Even though <laughs> even though his actual things he does are very like fantastical and out there, there's a lot of very grounded elements within them. So yeah. like he like he likes the postal service because I think it's very it's very real. I mean he yeah. did a whole whole thing about it. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen. You said I should. It's got Richard yeah, Coyle, it, who I also it, like. Out of the standalone like specials, it's my favourite one. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix, isn't it? I don't I know. I, I don't actually know. I know. I'm pretty uh, sure it was. Yeah, it. But I keep ignoring it. I might not ignore it. It's definitely good, but I would actually say if you're going to watch them, I would watch all of them. I'd start with Hogfather because it's all in the same universe. It's what I have access to. That's, that's yeah, yeah. If you've only got access to going postal, watch that one. I mean, but from a Neil Gaiman point of view, I have watched season one of American Gods. Actually, I haven't. But it's that, very that, it, that is not as cheesy though, is it? Is this? It, no, no. It's hard work. It's actually hard work. It's yeah. quite yeah. It's quite difficult to track. I think at some I point. I consider watching it and then didn't. <laughs> I've got season one on DVD, and it's actually one of the things is obviously I'm now using your Amazon Prime. And I'm I'm building up to watching it, but I'm now going. Do I need to rewatch season one mm-hmm. before watching it so I have a clue what's going on? Especially as I know that one of the actors left. Yeah. So it's a different thing, and that might just confuse me. I I did enjoy it. I but I thought I would. There was nothing about me going into it that didn't think I'd enjoy it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's pretty much all I have to say on it. And I think we could probably wrap up there. Yeah, I'll, I'll just know, say one thing yeah. about Good Omens, because okay. you said something that I kind of disagree with. Oh, no. I would be happy with it just being there. I don't think there needs to be a second season. Oh, I would happily, if they just went, did just the one. But yeah. I, think, I think they've definitely left it open to do more. Maybe, maybe. It, it, for me, it has a, there's more coming feel to it. Yes. Yeah, um, but... But yeah, I'd have been happy for them just to leave it. If they do, they do. Cool. So To be honest, some things have 
there are too many things that have unnecessary extras. Yeah. Okay. okay, well, as before editing, this is currently just under two hours long. Um, we recently did a mini, which is actually basically the same length as what we aim for for these. So it makes we sense. Had to make, we had long. to make up for this. Yes. I, realistically, I don't mind the mini a bit longer if they're actually filled with stuff. And this is yeah. it's not mindless gabbling. It's mindless and it's gabbling, but it's not yeah. mindless gabbling. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, obviously, if you want to have your say on our choices for Boromir... Go away, are... get your own podcast. Yeah, go, go get your own podcast <laughs> or Google it, because there's lots of choices. And I can tell you that Liam Neeson was one of the, the, the choices I saw for it. Not anymore. Too old. Too old. Oh, but there yeah. was this also an article that every alternative suggestion was labelled bad casting. Oh, Jack Black as Gollum, for example. Um, <laughs> um, if you want to have your opinions on the poll that Tobias will put up, then you can do that over at our Twitter account, which is at the Manic with two N's. Very important. Now, that is the best way. Well, the second best way to keep up to date with everything we're doing at our Twitter. Tobias, what's the first best way or just the best way? Well, become a patron and yeah. join our Discord where we put all of our newest information up. And in fact, other patrons do as well. So it's a lot more... Mm. A lot more stuff going on. Yeah, I agree. Become the favourite child. <laughs> yes, everyone wants Robot. to be the favourite. Everyone wants to be the favourite. So you can do that. And again, the link to that, as well as all of our socials, will be down below in a link tree in the description for this episode. But other than that, Tobias, I think we've droned on for long enough. I think it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. So long. Farewell. See you soon. Well, Stay you safe. Soon. I won't hear you. That'd be weird. <laughs> Unless you're the patron, then we'll reply. Yeah, we will. But I still won't hear you. That'd be weird. Voices in my head. Are you outside my window? No, stop screaming. <laughs> How do you know I'm screaming? <laughs> oh. <laughs> endings. <laughs> Bye. Um, stay safe, everyone. And most importantly, stay manic. <laughs>